You're not giving me easy questions, man. I thought we're going to start with some casual conversations about, you know, uh, marketing. What's B2B SaaS companies typically need? <laughs> nope, you know, I'm so. jumping in. We're going for it. <laughs> You're going for it. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of B2B SaaS Marketing Snacks presented by Kalungi. Today, we're talking about um, moving up market. So for companies that have traditionally found a lot of success selling into the SMB space, what are the things that you have to consider if you are thinking about selling into more of an enterprise client base? Now, and I'll be frank, this is something that I've not done in my career, um, but Stein has, so I'm going to ask him as well. But we do have clients at both ends of the spectrum. So we have clients that sell into enterprise and we have clients that sell into SMB and maybe have some trickle over into enterprise. Um, the thing that I've noticed is that there are some fundamental differences with the structure of the team and the priorities that they they focus on. So uh, from the enterprise side, I've noticed that account executives need to have some experience with enterprise sales because the sales cycles tend to be much longer, much more complex. There are different personas at different levels of the sales process. Um, and they often have to play an account manager role after the sale is made. From a product standpoint, often enterprise customers have different requirements from the product, whether it be security or uh, different add-ons that are specialized to them, especially if the product is really complex and needs a lot of configuration for for different clients so um, that's something also to to take into account um, and then from a customer success side i've seen enterprise customers tend to require or ask more of customer success whether that's a dedicated customer success manager or 24-hour support um, and so those things tend to be the key differences between SMB is an enterprise that I've noticed. Um, so if I were to get asked the question right now, how would you move up market from where you currently are, you know, sell into more enterprise type clients, I would ask, are you ready for that change? Do you understand the differences that enterprise customers are looking for versus your SMB customers? And do you have the right people on the team to help facilitate that? Do you have a sales team that has experience with enterprise sales cycles and the complexities that go along with that? Do you have the right customer success team in place? And is the product, are the things on the product roadmap or is the product ready right now um, to, to make enterprise customers happy? Um, but Stein, I wanted to ask you this question because you actually do have experience doing this. So I'll pose it to you. What are the things that you have to think about when you're considering moving your product up market and selling into a different core customer group than where you currently are right now? Yeah, Mike, I think moving up market can mean so many different things. It could mean I want to increase the average sales price of my service or product and I want to increase the deal size basically or I want to sell to bigger companies. Uh, and then you have to define what, how you measure size, right? Is it customers who buy more, customers who have more employees, customers who have a larger revenue base, customers who have more locations, right? And so that for me would be the first um, 
variable, right? How do you define upmarket? Upmarket could also mean closer to the segmentation topic um, that I think we have covered in another podcast is that you go from the early adopters to sort of the late adopters, late majority, which means customers that are a little more sophisticated and maybe have higher demands or are more demanding uh, to the quality of your service or the maturity of your service or your credibility as a provider, right? All those things could be, I think, called moving up market. But let's, let's keep it simple. Let's say you want to move to a market segment that consists of companies that are bigger from, for example, an employee count perspective. You want to go from maybe your typical customer is a couple of thousand employees and you'd like to move into what's often called the enterprise which means companies with maybe 100,000 employees or more. What I think there is really important is that you understand what the type of sort of personas are that make up the buyer's journey, because that will change, right? The larger the organization that you sell into, the complexer the buyer's journey often gets, right? There will be more people involved. So Columbia, I think, is very... um, we're very experienced in sort of dissecting the different actors in a B2B buyer's journey for a technology solution. So we came up with this model where we, where we peel apart uh, the personas along the funnel. We, we call this the sort of P1, P2, P3 model, where there is a different set of personas in the say the awareness stage of the funnel where we try to answer the question why should a prospect uh, change right why should they be even interested in looking at a solution why do they acknowledge a need right the personas that are relevant there uh, who basically indicate hey we should look into this type of a solution we have this type of pain point in the awareness stage of the funnel they are very different from the personas that are in the, the let's call it the middle part of the funnel, right? The consideration stage of the funnel, where you have people who need to be able to answer the question, why should I think about you as a service provider, right? They're considering solutions because they've acknowledged they have a need. And now they have to answer the question, why are you one of the service providers they should consider? These could be very different personas, different individuals when you're selling into an enterprise, where when you're selling to a smaller business, those often are the same people. And then there's the third phase of the funnel, right? The the closing or the conversion phase where you have to answer the question, why should a prospect, you know, give you the order now, right? If they've answered the question, they have a need, you know, why change? And they have answered the question that, you know, why you, why why you are a viable uh, option? They still now need to answer the question, why now, right? Why not postpone this for a year? And we found at Columbia that this B2B buyer's journey when you sell into larger clients, let's say this is what you define by going up market, that this um, decision-maker journey becomes more complex. So whether it's, you know, doing account-based marketing to do um, sort of outbound to the different personas or whether it's making sure you have the right content for the right personas at the right stages in that journey or whether it's, um, you know, having the right nurture campaigns. All those things change if you move from SMB to enterprise and you have to consider multiple actors in that journey, right? The only thing that makes a B2B 
journey different from a B2C uh, buyer's journey is that you have, you're dealing with people who are, you know, who are spending someone else's money, right? They're not making this decision on the, from their own wallet's perspective, which then often means there are multiple people involved. And in an enterprise setting, though, the number, the number of people involved is typically bigger than in a small business setting. That is the biggest difference. And then, of course, enterprises have different needs, right? There may be different security um, needs or requirements, different IT standards. There might be different, you know, um, things needed because now there might be a procurement department that gets involved. But all that will basically be addressed by thinking about the different types of personas you need to address um, where maybe when you were selling into SMB, you would just focus on one decision maker. So that's a big difference. So Columbia has some sort of methods to, to do that and, and our approach sort of often then can help you move up market. There's a more fundamental thing, of course, that, that you will need to do and we can help you with that is to really, you know, calibrate your ICP, your ideal customer profile. And when you go up market, because you will have to think about different uh, aspects. When customers are bigger and they have different types of maybe departments and functions, the way you think about an ideal customer profile also changes. There are basically more attributes to, to think about when you define that ICP, just like the personas are getting more um, sophisticated. And then finally, and this is not so much a marketing specific challenge, it's more marketing and sales all up. The larger the customer and the more the more people involved in the journey, also the longer this journey will take, right? So if you think about the return on marketing investment, the months to re recover your customer acquisition cost, all these sort of core metrics for a healthy SaaS business, they will be a little different for enterprise. The, the months to recover CAC will be longer because the CAC is bigger. Um, on the other hand, the MRR, the monthly recurring revenue, if the deal size goes up, might also be big enough to compensate for that. Um, enterprise customers moving up market typically have lower churn levels than small business and, and mid-sized businesses. So that's also a sort of an, a healthy sort of metric for SaaS businesses, of course, that might offset some of the higher customer acquisition cost. So yeah, that's, that's how I would think about that, Mike. Uh, and of course, the devil is in the details there. So start with the question, what does moving up market really mean for your product, for your industry? And then, you know, think about what that does to the buyer's journey, the type of content you need, the type of campaigns you need to run, etc.